0: Welcome to the TBE Richmond Podcast. I'm Rabbi Michael Knopf. On this feed, you'll hear sermons, teachings, music, conversations with guests, and so much more from us here at Temple Beth El in Richmond, Virginia. Thanks for learning and growing with us.
1: This week's Parsha is by Vayera. In this Parsha, Moses and Aaron plead with Pharaoh to let the Israelites leave Egypt. With each refusal, God sends plagues to punish Pharaoh and to convince him to let the Israelites go. When preparing for this Devar Torah, there are so many different avenues to explore because this parsha is so rich. But I zeroed in on chapter 7, verses 20 through 23, which say, Moses and Aaron did just as the Lord commanded. He lifted up the rod and struck the water in the Nile in the sight of Pharaoh. And all the water in the Nile was turned into blood, and the fish in the Nile died. The Nile stinks so that the Egyptians cannot drink water from the Nile, and there was blood throughout the land of Egypt. But when the Egyptian magicians did the same with their spells, Pharaoh's heart stiffened, and he did not heed them, as the Lord had spoken. Pharaoh turned and went into his palace, paying no regard even to this. I'm usually not one for New Year's resolutions, but the one resolution I have for 2022 is to conserve water. I realized throughout last year that I was using way more water than it felt ethical to use. From running the washing machine and dishwasher multiple times a day, to showering multiple times a day to deal with the pandemic boredom and running faucets longer than than I intended to, I watched my water usage increase each month last year. Every time I received my utility bill and saw the gallons of water I used each month, I knew that it was imperative to change my water-wasting ways. Thus, I connected with this portion of the Parsha because of my resolution to mindfully consume and conserve water. And in working towards that resolution, I've been thinking more intently about one, access to clean water, and two, the conservation of water. According to WaterAid, an international NGO focused on water, sanitation, and hygiene, 844 million people do not have access to clean water Additionally, only 3% of the Earth's water is fresh, and only 0.5% of that water is available for people to use, as the rest is contained in frozen ice caps in the atmosphere, or sadly, it's extremely polluted. When I read this, I was shocked, and I tried to contextualize it in my own life because these numbers can be hard to grasp in an abstract manner. I thought back to 2013 when I lived in Canada. Right as I arrived in Canada, the Idle No More movement started to gain traction and attention from the national and international media. Born out of protest against the dismantling of Canada's Navigable Waters Protection Act and Environmental Assessment Act, Idle No More is a grassroots initiative founded by three First Nations women. And a key goal of the movement is to stop environmental degradation and to prevent harmful legislation that will affect indigenous rights and the rights of all Canadians. The movement is grounded in the belief among many First Nations people that water is life and to harm or threaten water is to directly harm yourself, your family, your community and the land. It wasn't until the following spring in April, 2014 that the water crisis in Flint, Michigan, a predominantly black community would begin when the city started to draw water from the Flint River without proper treatment. Through both the Idle No More and the Flint water crisis, we can see that the pursuit of environmental justice, specifically water justice, is crucial, and that marginalized people are at a greater risk for being on the receiving end of legislation, policies, and procedures that threaten their access to clean water. I was encouraged to read that in November 2020, Reconstructing Judaism and the Reconstructionist Rabbinical Association along with several other faith organizations, wrote and endorsed a letter to Congress, urging action to ensure universal access to clean water. In the letter, these organizations called upon Congress to implement moratoriums on water shutoffs during the pandemic and to invest in water infrastructure. So while this was a great first step, I believe that it's important for all movements of Judaism and all Jews to do the same. This past summer, Virginia Governor Ralph Northam announced that the Commonwealth would invest $411 million to reduce water pollution and to increase access to clean water through the modernization of water and sewer infrastructure. We must continue to urge our lawmakers to create and implement legislation that invests in access to clean water for all people. Secondly, I thought about this parsha through the lens of water conservation, my main resolution for 2022. According to the Environmental Protection Agency, the average American family uses more than 300 gallons of water per day at home, with the majority of that water, 70%, occurring indoors, such as running faucets, the utilization of washing machines, showers, and pipe leaks. This year, I'm committing to conserving water in a few different ways. First, I plan to take shorter showers and plan to turn off the faucet while I brush my teeth and hand wash dishes. Additionally, I'm committing to only running the washing machine when I have a full load of laundry to do. I'm also planning to eat more vegetarian meals as producing meat takes more water than growing produce, according to a 2014 article published in the Environmental Research Journal. Finally, I'm looking at ways to get involved with local nonprofits that protect our watershed, like the Chesapeake Bay Foundation, the James River Association, and Environment Virginia. Let us remember that so much of our rich traditions and texts are grounded in water. Rabbi Laura Geller at Temple Emanuel in California stated at a 2015 water conservation panel, there are so many references to water as life-saving from the story of Moses, who is drawn from the water, from the story of Miriam, who is the source of wells that nurtured us as we wandered in the desert. The Jewish lens is to know that this is important and that behaviors about water usage need to change, to be responsible, to act personally, and to act collectively. My hope for 2022 for myself and for others who are in a position of privilege is that we will not be like Pharaoh by hardening our hearts and disregarding the life-giving source of water, and that we may each individually heed the wise words of Rabbi Geller and find ways to champion water justice and to conserve water daily. Shabbat Shalom.
0: This has been the TBE Richmond Podcast. Once again, I'm Rabbi Michael Knopf. On behalf of all of us here at Temple Beth El in Richmond, Virginia, thanks for listening. I hope this episode was uplifting and enriching. If you haven't already, please subscribe to this feed wherever you listen to podcasts so you'll never miss an episode. And please rate and review us so others will have an easier time joining the conversation. Our theme music is composed and produced by Stephen Frost. Learn more about our dynamic, warm, and passionate congregation Affiliated with the United Synagogue of Conservative Judaism at www.bethelrichmond.org. Until next time, shalom y'all.